This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. This episode is brought to you by Lola V, an award-winning hair care line founded by the fabulous Jennifer Aniston. Jen got tired of the same old struggle we all face, choosing between hair products that work and ones that are actually good for us. With Lola V, that dilemma is history. We all put our hair through the ringer. That's why it's crucial to have products that not only repair the look of the damage, but also shield your locks from future harm. Enter Lola V's bestsellers, the Glossing Detangler and the Perfecting Leave-In Conditioner. They're your hair's new best friend. Friends. For a limited time, you get 15% off your entire order at lolavie.com. Just use the code RAWBEAUTYTALKS at checkout. Lolavie is all about naturally derived plant-based goodness, no silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten, and of course, cruelty-free and vegan. That's 15% off your order at lolavie.com with promo code RAWBEAUTYTALKS. You can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Tell them I sent you a over. Hello, everyone. My name is Erin Trelor, and I am the host of Raw Beauty Talks. We're taking you behind the highlight reel of the world's biggest influencers and wellness gurus to get a raw glimpse of what beauty, health, and wellness look like in today's world so that you can feel your absolute best in your body and in your life. Hello, how is everybody doing today? I want to start off this episode by doing our little checkup from the neck up. This is your <laughs> this is your sign. This is the calling for you to take a couple of deep breaths and to just tune into your body for a moment. Notice how your physical body is feeling. Are you feeling a bit low today? Do you feel like your energy is good? Are you feeling strong? Are you feeling a little tired? practicing knowing and bringing awareness to your body without any judgment, without any judgment. You're not doing this right or wrong. We're just noticing. And then bring your attention to your thoughts, to your mindset today. And again, just notice where it's at. And then maybe close your eyes as long as you're not driving. Tune in for a second and just Check in with your body and ask yourself, what do I need in this moment to feel supported? What do I need in order to feel nourished? Not what do I think I should do, but what is my body and what is my soul and spirit craving right now? I'm so excited for our conversation today. Our guest, Caitlin Bristow, was the very first podcast guest that I ever had on the Raw Beauty Talks show. She is back. She's lived a thousand lives since we last talked. And so we're going to dive in and touch on her experience co-hosting The Bachelor, her experience on Dancing with the Stars. And then of course, I dive in to check in with her on how her own body image, mental health, relationship with food, et cetera, et cetera, is feeling these days. Caitlin's had a lot of people commenting on her appearance, especially when she was on Dancing with the Stars. So we dive into that and talk about how that impacts her behind the scenes. Before we start our conversation, I do want to tell you about this really wild, crazy, cool experience that I had this week on my own health and wellness journey. So I connected with a dear friend and a fellow I don't know, what would you call us? Somebody else who's in the health and wellness world. Her name's Kate Horseman. I'll make sure that I linked her Instagram page below. And I did my first 
one-on-one breathwork session with her. We did it over Zoom. I didn't have any idea what to expect from this. So essentially, you spend 20 to 30 minutes, and these sessions can go way longer. I only made it for 20 minutes. And you do this rhythmic breathing, which oxygenates your body at a certain level where you're able to kind of turn out of your thinking mind and just really move into your body. And it's supposed to be incredible in regards to releasing past traumas or helping you work through any emotions that might be blocked. Whoa, let me tell you, it was incredible. And I honestly, I'm still processing it, but I know Kate's doing a group session at the end of May. And I just wanted to let you know about it because I thought this was a really powerful form of healing and I've never experienced it before myself. So I've never wanted to talk about it until now, but it was just so incredible. Very cool. It was also a lot. So I would recommend looking into breath work and sort of learning a little bit about it, but definitely go check out Kate's work and everything that she's sharing over her on her feet as well. She's a really incredible woman. And I feel like she would be very supportive to anybody who's in this community. You know, that's what I'm all about is I want you to feel supported and I want you to have a number of different tools that you can try if you want, but always remembering that it's important to do what feels right for you. Okay, let's dive into the show with Caitlin. As I said before, we're going to talk about a lot of things. If you're somebody who's ever struggled with mental health, whether that's anxiety or depression or maybe disordered eating, if you are somebody who loves The Bachelor or Dancing with the Stars, if you're somebody who's in a relationship and has been navigating that through COVID, if you are anybody who is living and breathing in today's age, this episode is for you. Let's dive in. All right. You all know her and love her. She's been on the show before and we feature her all the time on Raw Beauty Talks with her Realstagram posts. I mean, the last time you came on the show, it was two years ago. You and Jason were kind of fresh as a Mm -hmm. dating couple You have done so many things since now and then. You've launched like 500 businesses. You're now co-hosting The Bachelorette. You've won a mirror ball. It's, I mean, it's been a wild ride over there. I know it's been just crazy over here, which I like crazy and I like busy and I like breaks and I like it all. So it's been a combination for sure. But yeah, that's crazy. It's been two years since I've been on the podcast and it's crazy how much can happen in two years. It sometimes feels like nothing's happening. And then when you just condense it down like that, you also got a dog. There's been a global pandemic. Yeah. There's been like a cultural revolution happening, which has greatly impacted a number of things that you're working on and various conversations. And I mean, literally it's impacted the entire world. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed a couple of days ago, you posted that you were taking a little break from, from social to do some spiritual maintenance. Yes. What kind of spiritual maintenance were you doing over there? <laughs> I know spiritual maintenance sounds very fancy, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> I was filming for bachelorette and I can't give too much away, obviously, but once, you know, we aren't needed as much through the season, we really had some downtime, which I wasn't using properly. I felt like my downtime was consisted of social media scrolling comparing 
going down that suck hole. And I was like, wait, why am I doing this? And, you know, Jason was going to Florida on this fun trip with all these people and they were doing theme nights and going on the beach. And I just felt really isolated. And when I feel isolated, I get really depressed and um, maybe a little combination of feeling a little triggered by bachelor world and like trying to navigate those feelings. And I was like, the best thing I can do for myself right now is take a couple days off social media, do some meditations, eat as healthy as I can with this hotel food, have some tea, like take a bath and just try and recharge my batteries in the right way. Yes. I'm so proud of you for taking all of those steps and for actually knowing that that's what you needed. I feel like a lot of people get into this space where they're like, I'm feeling like crap. My mind is spiraling. I've got anxiety or I'm feeling really low, but they don't necessarily have the tools or the awareness yet to kind of pull themselves out of that space. So I'm so glad we're having this conversation. I feel like that is so helpful to people. I mean, I also definitely got to a very bad place, like of (laughs) feeling depressed to realize that. I wish I could uh, acknowledge it sooner, but that's, I mean, you know, that's something I work on over the years and that's something that I've gotten better and better at. But when you feel isolated, which so many people do right now, even if I'm in a world where it's, you know, exciting and I'm doing this exciting job and I'm around people, it still is very isolating over there. And I think that can really trigger some depression and anxiety. I think that's really hard for people to understand. And we see it all the time with celebrities where there's this essence of lonely, like Justin Bieber's song is coming to mind right now. (laughs) And it's like, but how can you be lonely? You're literally surrounded by people 24 Mm seven. You have access to whatever you want, whenever you want it. And yet we hear this over and over again, this sense of yet I feel so alone in moments. Yeah. What, what do you think that is? That's a really good question. Cause I've thought about that too. And it's funny that you said Justin Bieber's song, because That's a really good example of somebody that could have it all and nobody to call. Okay. Stop singing his (laughs) lyrics. Um, Please sing me the whole song. (laughs) (laughs) But it's interesting because I think sometimes you get surrounded by the wrong people and not saying that bachelor people are the wrong people because they were actually so lovely and surprised me in so many great ways. But I think just like when you're not surrounded by your people, your core group, your family, your people who really love you to the core, when you're not surrounded by that, which I think a lot of us are struggling with right now in a pandemic is you, you get really lonely. Like these times can only do so much. Sometimes you feel lonely in your relationship. If you've really like disconnected in some ways, you feel lonely at your job. If, you know, just, I think it's all about that connection that sometimes is lacking in our everyday lives due to social media, screen time, like everything that we've got going on. You forget how important it is to really connect with people who love you and people who you love. And that can cause a feeling of loneliness. Totally. And I think that's such a good point that we tend to kind of lean on in those moments of loneliness, social media or the scroll or Netflix, whatever it is. And that that can ultimately really kind of create even a greater barrier between ourself and feeling good and connecting to ourself at the end of the day. So I love that you took a moment to detox. I also love the fact that you made fun of yourself for announcing your detox. I just want (laughs) to say, I appreciate you announcing it. I appreciate saying I'm going to take a break because that teaches other people that 
that's okay and that it's needed and that it's a power move. And I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, you have businesses to promote, shows to promote, sponsors to keep happy. And you still were able to say like, no, my mental health comes first. I, I had that feeling too, because I know a lot of people would be like, okay, just go. Why do you have to announce it? And the reason I did was to inspire other people to do the same thing. Like sometimes that's all you need is a couple of days off social media. I compare it sometimes to like an unhealthy relationship where if you're lonely, you go back to that same person all the time because it like fills <laughs> that void, but only temporarily, not long term. Yes. And that's kind of what social media and Netflix and stuff is. It's like a little bandaid for the moment. It's a little bandaid and it's pretty comfortable in moments, but yeah, it's not like action until it's not underneath until it's yeah. not until you're like, damn, why am yeah. I on this girl's feed that I don't know? And she's at like <laughs> yacht week right now in the middle of the <laughs> pandemic. And I'm sitting here all by myself eating cheese. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Okay. So I'm super excited that you're joining us for the Raw Beauty Reset starting May 9th on Mother's Day. And we've had some exciting news. Your mama's joining you and joining us. And your sister, Haley, as well, is going to do it. We got the whole family. I'm so happy they're joining me. And I didn't even think to, like, invite them because I never like to put pressure on somebody to do something. I like to put it out there and say like, this is what I'm doing. I think it's like incredible. And I always just assume sometimes my family sees things on social media and I don't have to tell them anything. Sometimes they're like, it would be nice if you told us, (laughs) but my mom was like, maybe this is something like I could do. And maybe your sister would want to do it. And I was like, oh my gosh, this would be so great for anyone to do. Absolutely. And they're so excited to be a part of it. We have the most amazing group of women who have signed up and who are on board and we still have space for anybody else who wants to join us. We're not leaving anybody behind. We've got like so many awesome giveaways to do and it's really going to be an amazing transformational 12 weeks as we head into summer. On that note, on the Raw Beauty Reset note and body image and relationship with food, I've been dying to know because you got to go on freaking dancing with the stars. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is so incredible and the most amazing thing for you, but also had the potential to trigger some body image stuff because like yeah. you're dancing and not only do you require your body to be strong, but like, you're also looking at your body all day and in really revealing outfits. And yes. then it's on TV and like so many people are seeing it. What was that experience like for you? Well, yeah, especially because that's where my body dysmorphia really started was in the dance studio. And that's why I had that. So it was, it was interesting because I think from all of my therapy and self-awareness and tools that I've learned and working with you, I think I really did what I needed to do in order to go into it in a healthy mind space. I went into it physically strong. I went into it mentally strong, as strong as I could, because I think I knew that that would be a trigger for me in in many different ways, body image ways, mentally not feeling good enough because in my twenties, I wasn't good enough to be a dancer and just so many triggers there that, that would come up. So I, you know, made sure I talked through it with my therapist. I made sure I was like really conscious of it, but also forgiving of myself for if it came up, but it did come up and certain things like that did happen because I, I mean, I was lifting heavy weights before I went, I wanted to be strong. And it was like one of the first times I really thought of my body as wanting to be strong physically to do what it needed to do. I felt that way when freezing my eggs. And I felt that way when going into it 
dancing with the stars. And it's a really empowering feeling because you kind of forget about what it looks like. And you're more thinking about what it can do for you to win this huge competition. And so when it came up, like I remember being in this one costume and I was like, don't I wear tights under this, like to cover this. And they were like, no one really else does you can get body makeup or you can like, you can wear tights if you want, but to no, cover what? Like what, what, what were you like? My to- butt cheeks were like fully oh. exposed. <laughs> to cover my and- vagina? Like don't I wear underwear? <laughs> yeah. I was like, um, I'm exposed. But there were certain times I put on costumes and you're in these bright lights and you don't have tights on and you don't have, that I would really have to be aware of how I was talking to myself and looking at my body. And I think it helped that I've done so much work, but it still comes up. It still comes up. Okay, so on that note, these feelings of, not enough. I feel like this is a universal inner conversation that women have. Yeah. How are you finding navigating that? I mean, I know for a lot of the people that I work with, that voice doesn't necessarily go away. It's not like if we can get it to just disappear. So how do you work with it? I've had so many conversations with my dad about certain things, like how I compare to he, my dad was an alcoholic and he, in my mind is not anymore. He hasn't had a drink in 30 years And so when I go to his AA meetings with him for his like AA birthday, he has to say, you know, my name is Mike and I'm an alcoholic. And in my head, I'm like, no, you're not. But it's something that he says is that it's usually a daily thought and something you have to be conscious of every single day. And he always says it's so unfortunate that you have to have a drinking problem to go to AA because it teaches you so much about yourself. And so I've learned a lot through him that each day that voice can also be like an addiction or a problem. It can always show up at any time, at any day, in any place, in any time. And it's a daily practice that every day you have to be aware that those feelings could always come up, that you're not enough, especially in the world that we're living in. And that you have to give yourself grace with knowing that those voices will still come up. Like you can't just expect them to go away and it's going to be like homework. You have to do every single day and trick your brain and turn it around and change the dialogue. But if you can't understanding why and trying to dig deeper into that, but not thinking that voice will ever go away. Like it might be like a problem. I feel like what you just shared in two examples is so powerful in your dad's story around alcohol. It's like the voice is still there every Mm -hmm. day. It pops up for him. Mm -hmm. But the piece that I'm noticing is that he's not acting upon that voice. That voice doesn't get to sit in the driver's seat and decide what we're going to do. So it's like, I want the drink. It's like, we're not doing that. He's remaining sort of in control and in the, in the driver's seat with you, that voice comes up. You're on dancing with the stars floodlights shining on you. The voices come up. You're not enough. And you just kept going. Anyways, you still stepped out on that stage. You smiled, you did your best and you freaking won the mirror ball. Like (laughs) this is is the, there it is. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I always make sure it's in the background of like every zoom. I'm like, you're like, just in case you missed it. (laughs) You need it like hanging from the ceiling, like a disco ball. It's heavy. (laughs) It's It's real hardware. Yeah, it is. Oh my God. It's beautiful. And so well-deserved. But what I I think is so important here is like that you still have those fear-based thoughts and you just live your life anyways. You just do the thing. You don't let them determine what you do or don't do or how you show up or don't show up. And that's why you're sitting right where you are right now. I think that is important and it does take work, but I think it's every day waking up and being like, 
that voice might come up or this might come up. And like you said, being in the driver's seat and letting that other voice not take control. Yeah, yeah. All right. So sometimes companies will send me a product to try. And about a year ago, I received this cool teeth whitening kit from a company called High Smile. To be completely honest, part of me was like, yes, give me the red carpet, shiny, glossy white teeth so that I look like I have an Insta filter on me 24 seven. But another part of me was terrified to use it because truly my teeth are as sensitive as my soul, which is really, really freaking sensitive. That kit sat on our bathroom counter for months and I couldn't get up the nerve to do it because I'd had such awful experiences with whitening strips and even using a dentist for whitening. So here's the deal. I would never lie to you girls because it's taken so much time to build up what we've got going on, but I want you to know I finally tried High Smile. I had zero sensitivity, like none, no sensitivity whatsoever. Here's the best part. High Smile just released a brand new kit with an even more effective formulation. So whiter teeth, it's been clinically trialed for effectiveness and came back with 0% sensitivity across all participants. It's so easy to use. There are no awkward strips or expensive visits to the dentist. And most importantly, no sensitivity. High Smile uses wireless LED light technology to whiten with six daily uses and without any harmful peroxides. With over 25,000 five-star reviews, I am not the only one impressed with High Smile. If you're interested in brightening your smile, visit highsmile.com. That's H-I-smile.com and look out for their brand new kit. All right, let's get back to the show. When do you feel best in your body? Hmm. Honestly, I have really enjoyed lifting weights. I enjoy feeling strong. I feel like it puts me in a better mental state for my body because I don't feel like I'm doing it to get thin. I don't feel like I'm doing it to like fix my body in any way. I feel like I'm doing it with an empowered feeling where I'm like lifting like pretty heavy weights where I feel so freaking strong and good in my body. And it just, you know, they say endorphins. I just feel like I feel the best in my body when I feel strong. And part of that for me, I know that's a, I don't, that might be a weird one, but lifting weights to me just feels, I feel empowered when I do it. I love that. Okay. So working out, lifting weights, what else helps you feel good in your body? Maybe not like even the physical component, but just give me the rundown on your personal nourishment menu. What really sucks is I friggin' love McDonald's. I love fast food. I love wine. I love all those things so much, but they don't make me feel the greatest either that night or the next day. And it's actually fascinating because I still don't deprive myself of those things because I love them so much, but it's crazy. The difference in my energy, my sleep, my mood, my mental state, when I actually eat what my body craves and I 
I mean, you know me, I actually, some people, when they say they cut out carbs, I'm like, what? Like that actually fuels me. And it might be, you know, some people might have allergies or whatever, but like for me, certain things I need, and I feel really good when I nourish my body with the proper foods that work for my body. And I think over the years from even working with you and talking about this kind of thing, I've started to notice you know, be more aware of what it is that makes me feel good. And it's in the morning I wake up and I have oatmeal and I have peanut butter and I have fruit and I feel fueled. And then I go for my workout and then I have this protein shake and it's chocolate and peanut butter and banana. And it tastes like a dessert. And then I'll like, I love a good veggie crunchy sandwich. Like my mouth just watered. I want like all the veggies layered on a sandwich with like mayonnaise and just like a good crunchy sandwich. Um, Jason and I really like cooking. So like we love grilling salmon and making big salads. And I love spaghetti, like a whole wheat spaghetti is that's noodles. Any kind of noodles are my weakness. And I just feel like when I have that solid day of drinking water and eating all of those things, I like my, everything's better, my skin, my mental state, my sleep, everything. And I think it's from being aware and from working with you and writing things down that don't make me feel good, writing things down that do make me feel good and listening to my body of when I'm hungry, am I bored? Like all of those things, it's crazy how much of a difference it makes in your day-to-day life. It really, really does. And it is all about awareness for your unique body. So like everything that KB just listed is what she's identified over the years that really works for her. Not only like in feeling better, but you actually enjoy the taste and yeah. it like is, it feels overall nourishing and satisfying to you. So yes. somebody else listening though might find that the carbs actually make them feel, uh, and so that's not what is going to be best for their body. And in the reset, we're going to really explore what works and what doesn't work for your individual body. So you can hear what Caitlin's saying. And I think one of the important things that you just mentioned and that we see you live out so well is that you do maintain some balance. Like I don't see you restricting your wine or not allowing yourself to go to McDonald's. It's really important to allow ourselves to enjoy the variety of things that we eat and where women often fall into trouble is when they're like, I am not having this anymore. I am not going to McDonald's. I mean, the booze is a whole other thing because we know people can have addictions there and things. Right. Right. Of course you have to cut that out, then go for it. But with food, it's the restricting that often actually ends up causing the most issues around food overall. It's so true. It's one of the truest things out there. And I think, again, I learned from you was enjoying also what you're eating, like taking note of every bite and chewing and appreciating what food you're eating, even if it is, you know, that McDonald's that you're going for, like, it's not depriving yourself because anything in life that you deprive yourself of, and you could think of many things in every different category, if you deprive yourself, you want it more. And then you feel shame around it if you do it. And if you're saying, no, I can't. And then you do, that's when you go in the shame spiral. And if you're more like, okay, if I, you know what, I'm going to have this because I enjoy it, but I'm going to enjoy every single bite. And I'm going to, you know, like take breaths in between these bites. And I'm not going to feel bad after because I can still nourish my body with things I need for the rest of the day tomorrow. Like you can't have that shame around it. And I know that's easier said than done, of course. 
but we're going to like really dive into how to do that. And I feel like you're naturally a pretty intuitive eater and we're just going to like continue to refine and like reconnect back to the body. Do you feel like being in Hollywood, being a celebrity, being on television, that there is a lot of pressure to look a certain way? 1000%. I talk all the time openly about Botox and filler and how I, it really does. I always talk about how much I love it for me personally. I know I'm like an influencer and I have influence on people and I'm never saying like, you should do it. I just love it personally for me. And I do think that comes from a lot of insecurities and pressure of needing to look a certain way. And you come off TV and it's been what, six years since I was on the bachelor, five years since I was on the bachelorette. And it's like, people expect you to look that same way as when you went on. And you're like, I've aged. I've, you know, my eyebrows are a little more lifted now. I'm looking different because it was six years ago. And people, when you're on TV, they expect you to stay the same. Why do you look different? Why do you look older? Why are you doing this? It's like, well, because I'm not going to look the same as when I was 29 years old. I'm 35 and things change, but it's a lot of pressure to remain youthful looking. And if you, do Botox, you're doing too much. And if you age, you're looking old and you just can't seem to do it right. So there is a lot of pressure on how you look and what standards people hold you to with being in that kind of spotlight. There's so much focus on your appearance and everyone is ready to comment on it. And going on Dancing with the Stars, I feel like it's such a perfect example. You're out there like dancing brilliantly. And at first I feel like the media storm that hit was Caitlin is unrecognizable. Caitlin has had so much work done. What's happening with her? It's like, come on, you guys. Like, first of all, why is this even the conversation piece right Right. now out of everything that's happening? How do you feel hearing those things? Like, how does that impact you? I try and figure this out because I'm like subconsciously, is this really getting to me? Because on the surface, I actually feel like I'm so used to it at this point. Great. (laughs) Deep down, I'm like, I think I'm good because I just feel, I think my best overall over the years in every way. So I'm like, people will always come after your looks if you're on TV. It's not that I understand it, but I just know that it's not going to change. And I am pretty like different from when I was on, you know, like maybe I am unrecognizable from when you saw me on your TV screens, whatever. But I went from this dark hair when I was on TV to bleach blonde to like, I just, I've changed in so many ways that maybe to some people who haven't watched me since I was on The Bachelor, I could be unrecognizable, but it annoys me, but it doesn't like get to my core. Good. Because first of all, that's just not even true. Let's just state that for the record. Second of all, you have changed in extraordinary ways in the last however many years it's been, as does everybody. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I think what irked me in reading that was who the fuck cares? First of all, why is this the headline and the conversation piece always? Why is this always the conversation piece with women in media and yes, with men, but like mostly with women, right? Mm -hmm. It's like you're under the magnifying glass. And the first thing that people want to talk about is what you look like. If you've gained weight, if you're having a bad day, whether you've got a breakout, what work you had done, if Mm -hmm. you're looking beautiful in your dress And we don't talk enough about the talent of the individuals. Like, yeah, that was really disappointing. I think especially was it's always focused on the appearance over what incredible things someone is doing. 
Yes. And yeah. you showed them though, by winning the whole <laughs> yeah. thing, what really <laughs> matters. You were like, okay, bitches, here we go. <laughs> uh, classic Caitlin, which I loved. So on that note, I want to talk a little bit about, I guess I'm further perpetuating this whole thing by focusing on body image and things, but it is truly well, what I'm passionate way. about in helping girls understand that, you know, everybody's dealing with this, no matter what their body type looks like, and that the standards that are out there impact and affect all of us. And there, Mm -hmm. there are other ways of feeling good in our body. So tabling the appearance and your body and your fricking Botox or no Botox for a second, (laughs) talk to me about what you're passionate about right now. Like what underneath the surface level is lighting you up right now? What is making you excited to get out of bed in the morning? Oh my gosh. I'm like weirdly positive these days, (laughs) unless I'm on my period or in one of my spirals, but like overall, I feel like I truly, truly love what I'm doing in my day-to-day life. I love that I can wake up and cuddle my dogs because they, that was another thing I realized when I was in filming, I was like, I can't believe how much joy those dogs bring to my life. And they truly like, they're my responsibility. And it makes me excited to also take care of my body, to be healthy, to get pregnant, to be a mom. Like that lights me up thinking about that. And I think I just love connecting with people over podcasting and things like that, because I think we've all realized through the pandemic, how connection can just create so much vulnerability and create so much impact and and make you feel good. And I don't, I think we all took that for granted before. And as much as I would want to be in person doing that, like, it's so nice to be able to podcast with people. And I used to kind of like think of it as a job at one point, I think, you know, anything you do for long enough, you start to think of it as a job. And lately it's just, I refell in love with podcasting and connecting with people. And I think that's because of this whole thing going on in our world where even like, I think about going to an airport and I used to get so stressed out and I would be so worried someone would recognize me and I might be having a hard time. And they might think like I was being rude and I don't want anyone to think that. And now I'm like, Oh, I hope I run into someone at the airport. Like I want to know their name. Like I actually get excited to meet new people and like say hello and be kind. And just that connection, I think for me is what is lighting me up these days and making me super passionate is that I get to do that for a job. You are the most incredible host. I mean, obviously you've got like a top, top podcast. I cannot tell you the like belly laughs that you have given me in the last few weeks. I can't stop sending the freaking April fool's joke that you did on Jason to everyone. And, and literally everyone's like, Aaron, this is so old. And I'm like, no, but you just have to watch it. It is so And Lo Von Rumpf, who came on this show, was on your show and did a confession. And I don't even want, we're just going to link to that episode. Yes. Oh my God. I have never laughed so hard. (laughs) And that's what I get excited for. I'm like, I get to do that as a job where I get to just sit here and talk to the best people and just laugh and belly laugh and cry sometimes and just be present. Yeah. Yeah. And you do it so, so well. Thank you for always showing up and just sharing your truth wherever you're at. I think that 
you know, what you said about being in the airport and sometimes having a bad day and being grumpy, you're a human being yeah, and that's allowed. And it would be hard to always be so accessible and recognizable. And so giving yourself grace in those moments, but it's also so wonderful to hear that you're in a space where you are feeling like you have the capacity to connect mm-hmm. and to do this work that you are clearly put here to do. You're an entertainer. You are meant <laughs> To connect with individuals in one way or another. And I just can't wait to continue to watch this like star over there shine. Oh, so that's bright. So nice. So Thank bright. you for saying all those kind things. I just love you. Also, your do edit collection of new masks just arrived in the mail for me. And I'm Did, so uh, I am obsessed with the metallic one. Like the I just think one. that is the coolest mask. <laughs> it is the coolest mask. Oh, yeah, I, I will it. be wearing it. I will be wearing it. All right. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a beautiful Anytime. day. I'll talk to you soon. All right, the countdown is on. The Raw Beauty Reset with Caitlin is starting May 9th. You have up until May 8th to sign up. That means there are only a few more days left. The program is a 12-week health and wellness program that takes a non-diet approach to helping you create a healthy relationship with food and your body. We're gonna be diving into four key pillars of nourishment, movement, mindset, and self-love. You'll have weekly Zoom calls, online lessons, beautiful handouts to fill out. You better believe we'll be having some dance parties on these calls and Caitlin will be participating in the reset with you. You can click the link down below for the next nine days only or eight days or whatever it is that I said, the reset is available for three payments of $99. Instead of doing a diet this year, because they don't work, instead of feeling like you can't go out in your bathing suit this summer, join us for the reset so that you actually learn how to feel good in your body, relaxed around food, and confident in the decisions that you're making and the choices that you're making each and every day to nourish and fuel your body. I can't wait to have you join us. Click the link down below and grab your spot before they're all filled. I can't wait to see you in the reset.